Hello and welcome to another episode of the Two Bros podcast. We are Two Bros. This is the Two Bros podcast. Joining me is my brother from this current timeline, the sacred timeline, so I should call it. Mr. Abhinav Sharma in the house. Welcome again, brother. How are you today? Thank you so much, sir. Uh, I was just thinking back to uh, when we put up this podcast. Uh, it was the first lockdown and the first wave, mm-hmm. and uh, we took a hiatus during the second wave, which was terrible. And I think now that the second wave is abating, it's it's a good opportune time to come back on air. Could be that, or it could be the fact that you were lazy and, and you didn't make any episodes while I was away. So that could be another thing. I'm just uh, I'm not quite sure, but that might be a reason, brother. What do you think? Well, I think it's called the Two Bros Podcast, and if the second brother is away at sea, what do we make a podcast yeah. about? We got a lot of flack from our listeners, brother, uh, that we left them high and dry. We didn't give them a proper send off. We didn't uh, give them a lot of uh, heads up before shutting uh, shop for the summer, or dare I say, the spring season. And uh, people were quite annoyed. But now, uh, dear listeners, we are back, and uh, let's call the season two of the Two Bros Podcast. Yeah, like we can do that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Season two, indeed. So I I came back and I put up a story on Instagram like I've been away for four months. What have I missed? A lot of answers came in. Uh, obviously, the second wave came in. Uh, pretty much uh, everything shut down again. A couple of storms. Something called the black fungus was on the rise again. And uh, yeah, not no good news all around anyway. Do you, can you think of something good that happened in the last four months? Well, if there was any good news, I think everybody. Uh, missed it completely, mm-hmm. or even if there was decent news, uh, I have to showcase it in negative light. So yeah, negativity all around. Uh, but what a time to be back, brother! I mean, I switched on the TV yesterday. There was the French Open going on on one side, and the doll was a Djokovic. Then uh, it was the Euros uh, started, and then uh, Loki is on TV again. And uh, there's another epic Amazon series called Clarkson's Farm. I was I was pretty much spoiled for choice for what to watch last night, man. It was epic. It was, and I for one am looking forward to watching football every single day. You know, in uh, lockdown, sometimes you miss the daily nature of sport, and I for one am really looking forward to these Euros. Oh, uh, the interesting bit is like uh, I was watching uh, the final the match between Djokovic and Nadal. Surprisingly. A one lakh people were watching it live on Hotstar. Now, for our other uh, listeners outside India, Hotstar is an OTT platform in India. They've tied up with Disney and the whole thing. But a lakh, okay? I remember it was if it was a game between, let's say, United and Chelsea, then you would probably have a lakh uh, viewers of that match. Now, funnily enough, this match carried on beyond the point where the Euros uh, had their opening ceremony. The ball, the kickoff had happened. There was still a lakh. And for again, a lakh is a hundred thousand for our non-Indian listeners. It's interesting. I had no idea India had such a you know dedicated tennis community. I had no idea. Well, uh, there's been a bit of a comeback of niche sports on these uh, you know viewing platforms. You can have the Italian league. You can watch MMA. You can watch WWE, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, uh, you can lot. watch uh, the French Open if you don't care to watch football. So yeah, happy times. So yeah, of course the Euros uh, kicked off. Uh, there's no secret there. Uh, Italy taking on uh, Turkey, and uh, quite a weird uh, opening ceremony. I mean, it started off weird with uh, basically the band playing some Looney Tunes. You know, you remember Looney Tunes for a young audience. Yes, of course. For a young audience, you might want to Google what Looney Tunes were. I don't think they show that on uh, the thing anymore. 
but then uh, they really got their act together they got some nice opera singers and uh, this guy really belted uh, this uh, famous pavarotti opera hit nessun dorma i looked it up it was quite nice this guy pretty much killed it some aerial acts uh, drummers being suspended by wires and some uh, dancer in an elaborate gown uh, being flung in the air on some helium balloon some massive helium balloon which are colored the uh, you know the nation's uh, colors and so very interesting a lot of firework a lot of smoke a lot of pizzazz and uh, yeah the euros are off and apparently it's going to be football action for the next 30 days it's copa america then it's euros and what a good sight to have spectators back that's another positive i would say spectators back in the roland garros spectators back in the euros in football there i said the world is yeah yes. there there i say the world is slowly inching its way back towards what we used to be like feels like it doesn't it and uh, you know i heard the lament of a liverpool fan mm-hmm. that the fans were never really able to celebrate liverpool as the champions of england mm-hmm. in anfield when they won there were no fans allowed and by the time fans were allowed again manchester city had already already been crowned champions for the next season so technically nobody saw liverpool as champions well i never saw that i mean really i being a united fan i do not acknowledge that anyway the season to forget Uh, staying on football, bro. Very interesting news, and of course, this is our uh, famous uh, segment. What else happened this week? Where we, the two brothers, dive in to uh, the things that happened in the world this week, but didn't quite make the headlines. You know, funny stuff, uh, some nice uh, technology news in there, some big events, which I think, I mean, uh, bro, for instance, you know, we think that this is interesting stuff. Now, uh, let me take you back to the 1970s, bro. The Cold War going on. There's a space war going on between USA and Russia. There's a different kind of space war going on between now. It's not between two countries. It's not between communism and capitalism. It's between two tech billionaires. It's Jeff Bezos versus Elon Musk. Now, Jeff Bezos has got a bit of a chip on his shoulder because Elon Musk has taken leaps and bounds in the space race. He's already uh, won the contract for a moon base for the Artemis project by NASA. Now, Jeff Bezos has stepped down from uh, as a CEO of Amazon to focus completely on Blue Origin. He's going to take a uh, space flight. Where do you stand on the space? Is it is it good for humanity? Are we going to benefit from two billionaires going at loggerheads with each other? There are two perspectives to this. Right. The first perspective, which is a more here and now and fantasy perspective, takes me to this movie called Iron Man Two, uh-huh. where Elon Musk is, of course, Tony Stark, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, he had a competitor. you know by the name of mr hammer from mm-hmm. hammer industries and he had drone tech mm-hmm. you know jeff bezos just comes across as mr hammer <laughs> from <laughs> hammer tech oh, you man. know wants to be quite as cool but no he's he's not as cool as mr musk the second perspective is the science fiction perspective and i've talked about the three body problem and uh, uh, the trilogy uh, written by the celebrated chinese author shishan lu and it says that the deep space is like a dark forest mm-hmm. and every civilization is a hunter essentially if you make a sound mm-hmm. you turn from hunter to prey okay and without giving away further spoilers uh, i mean do check out the trilogy hardcore sci-fi buffs it is uh, if if you need further incentive to check this trilogy out uh, Apparently, it is going to be made into the most expensive TV series of all time by the guys who brought to you 
wait for it game of thrones i was just going to say that funny you should mention elon musk and iron man 2 because elon musk was in iron man 2 do you remember that he had a bit of a yeah, cameo yeah that is correct yeah that is correct and a good <laughs> catch that i think it was the monaco yeah 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 Yeah, I was in locked. I was in uh, quarantine in Cochin, and I this movie was on uh, TV. It's it's ridiculous, and like, all uh, movie channels, all they do now is they play superhero and Marvel movies, and they, you can't change a channel and not see a uh, you know a Marvel movie uh, going on. Crazy man. Now staying on uh, tech a bit, uh, the the obviously the Blue Origin is going to open up space flight to the general population. This has opened up a whole the whole new. uh occupation there i say private astronauts private astronauts indeed if you've got the money yeah. see the earth from a different perspective so and just, i dare say hmm. this perspective of going up in the space and looking back at your own insignificance mm-hmm. may help loosen those purse strings and drive a lot more funding for you know all the world issues that are plaguing us No, not just as passengers. I mean, I agree with you there. I'm talking about the crew, which are going to operate these things. Because obviously, if you have NASA, they're obviously trained, and uh, you know they've they've brought up by NASA. They work with NASA. They've they've done the whole program. But now with private investors and private companies coming in, I mean, Richard Branson is doing something on the sidelines as well. He's been doing it for the last I don't know fifteen twenty years now. But with these private companies coming in, they might want to just hire private astronauts, do their own learning program. It's going to become a thing. Crew operator of a space capsule—that's fantastic. Now that's a that is fantastic. <laughs> interesting uh, area to be in. Of course, if you want to be on the Jeff Bezos's uh, really expensive Blue Origin rocket, it's going to set you back by a measly uh, five million dollars. Worth it, bro? Worth it? Easily worth it. I would make it the <laughs> you know the. the reason of my existence to go up in space uh-huh. i think i think there's no amount of money that is worth i mean no amount of money that is equivalent to that experience of going up and just seeing your insignificant place in the cosmos well i reckon one of the first uh, if i remember correctly one of the first uh, buyers of this ticket was a certain mr justin bieber he's going to be up there well can we leave him behind <laughs> Well, sadly, the rocket does come back. It's a, it's not a one-way ticket. So yeah, anyway, we must endure. But he has become better over the years. I mean, come on. Anyway, uh, staying with uh, tech, staying in Mexico. And of course, Mexico is known for its uh, crazy uh, desert landscapes and you know drought-really uh, ridden conditions. Uh, a place in uh, Mexico called Sinaloa. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly. It's going to throw bombs at its clouds to make it rain. And these bombs are not the traditional bombs we think of. The chemicals. cloud seeding essentially you know it's going to become a thing you now living in delhi we see the the level of pollution the the particulate matter and stuff might it become a future where we just make our own rain so i think this is already the present silver nitrate is uh, widespread uh, it's it's used uh, you know in a, on a widespread basis uh, for cloud seeding china has done it and uh, in some areas i think even india has done some cloud seeding uh, you know you sometimes uh, preempt rain uh, to prevent thunder clouds from building up into you know uh, giant twisters etc i think the us does that so you know uh, you sort of reduce the moisture content in the air to prevent further collateral damage you do that and silver nitrate is widely used So this is one of the things we implemented on the ship. Okay, so obviously we were at anchor for a very long time, and when you when the ship is at anchor, you can't make water. 
what we did was uh, obviously the ship had its own air conditioning system and since we were at sea and obviously it's a big ship so it's a big plant okay, it's a big plant so the air that you draw in once you cool it down it releases the moisture which collects and stuff okay now this is pure distilled water which is moisture from the air so we started collecting this water turns out we're making four tons a day four tons of water a day just by collecting moisture from the air now that was that was revolutionary now it got me thinking why can't this tech come to uh, you know areas which are uh, even in india for instance certain areas are like uh, riddled with drought conditions maybe for most of the year you know this is good tech this is an example of where some of those uh, lucid purse strings ought to spend yeah this or invest and it's it's uh, this is a, a thing which uh, take me it takes me back and i mean obviously it's a big uh, it's a big story now uh, sonam wangchuk the what he did in uh, ladakh with these uh, ice stupas fantastic a great visionary and a great idea which is kind of solved their problem but again it's not a uh, you know one time solution because the ice is sort of uh, reducing up there now moving on to our next story just staying on uh, tech for a while obviously now drone cameras are going to become they're going to become very uh, you know they already are mainstream you look at any tv show like i was watching clarkson's farm uh, just now they have some amazing drone shots okay and obviously this was back then you would have to mount a camera on the back of a vehicle and a crane and you would have to swivel around but this with the with the drones the possibilities are endless now sony is one of the biggest manufacturers of uh, you know cameras and stuff it's going to come into the drone arena so to speak $9000 is going to cost you a professional drone camera $9000 so let me add a few bits here because mm-hmm. you know i am uh, one of those people who's been commissioning content for a long time right mm-hmm. i've been into marketing and if you got onto the drone game early you made a pile of money okay drones really? cost you about yes uh, that's true drones cost between 5 and 10000 you know the decent drones mm-hmm. and you know with the highest end cameras let's say you go up 15 20k you can make that money back in 6 months wow even today because just everything now has aerial footage you look at the most basic influencers content on youtube and instagram and they have drone footage and obviously they are doing it for themselves but there is a ton there are a ton of influencers who are just starting out who collaborate with videographers and pay them a little cash maybe so you can easily make up that money so $9000 is excellent value as i as i recall if you buy a drone in india no matter what size you have to register it Well, I don't know what happened with that. It, it'll be worthwhile getting into, you know, uh, maybe updating ourselves with what is the legislation on drones in mm-hmm. India. Should be interesting because, yeah, I mean, I did see, and obviously, drones are getting a lot smaller and a lot smarter now. There's there's a hover button where the thing just fixes on to the subject and just hovers in front of it, no matter what you do. Fantastic function. A lot of tech going in there. Uh, but yeah, nine thousand dollars if you're really into the hardcore uh, drone footage. universe so to speak now speaking of drones speaking of mini drones the natural mini drones of the world mosquitoes brother painful what about them painful uh resentful their existence is often questioned they serve pretty much uh, as a fodder for the food chain and they have no other purpose however some scientists in the uk have hacked the dengue virus in the mosquito they've in- they've injected this mosquito with a bacteria and it cuts the dengue cases by 77%. Look at this, some of these numbers and I'm reading off bbc.com. There have been upwards of 400 million dengue infections per year. 
worldwide? 400 million. I was one of them. Re- two what? years ago. Really? Yes. You had dengue? Yep. Okay. Well, it's going to cut it back by 77%. Groundbreaking, uh, you know, research, I guess. Well, uh, no, no context to anything else that's going on the world currently. But dengue fever, hands down, is one of the most miserable things that can afflict you. Oh, man. Well, speaking of misery, the LAPD, brother, is in a lot of misery right now. Why is Some, that? Somebody keeps prank calling them, saying that there's a problem in, the, in Jennifer Lopez's house. That there's noise or there's some problem and there's intruders and the LAPD keeps showing up and then Jennifer Lopez's security team tell them, no, you know what, we didn't call you, nothing's happening here, it's all good. And the LAPD can't find out who's been calling them and giving them these prank instructions. Well, that's one way of uh, whiling away time, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Speaking of whiling away time and, uh, you know, obviously a lot of uh, time in our hands. But this man must have been counting his blessings because he's off diving. He's been diving for like 40 years. He got swallowed whole by a humpback whale. Because obviously whales don't have teeth. They just like open, gape, open their mouths wide and they just suck up all the krill and the whatever they eat. This man got, uh, you know, he basically got gulped whole by a humpback whale. Humpback whale clearly didn't like the taste. Spit him out again after 30 seconds. And he lived to tell the tale. He just had a broken knee. He was pretty good after. I mean, he was, he's all right. You know, earlier on this episode, we were talking about different perspectives. Uh-huh. You know, so if you don't have $5 million, I reckon that will give you a different perspective. <laughs> on man, I don't know. Now, speaking of uh, perspective and research, the research done by BBC, and I think BBC is coming up with a very uh, lot of interesting articles these days. People in the UK, and of course worldwide, are swearing more. Using more swear words and swear language with stronger words. Now, what is that about? What is that about, indeed? I thought uh, working from home would make people more mild-mannered. Funny you should say that because that is in fact our next story that worldwide and this is a thing uh, done by Big Think magazine or website. I'm not sure what that is. It just showed up on my RSS feed reader. 40% of the world's uh, workforce is thinking of quitting their jobs for good. 40%. They think this work... 40%? 40%. The Gen Z. Okay, some very staggering numbers here. More than half of 18 to 25 year olds in the workforce are considering quitting their jobs and they're not, they're not the only ones and there's a whole lot of, uh, you know... Uh, uh, research here and this is obviously a research done by Microsoft and they, they put up a thing and they did the whole survey whatever shebang and 40 to 40 something percent are not happy with the whole work from home scenario and I spoke to some friends of mine and of course spoke to you basically the lines between work and home are just getting blurred and people are f- they feel like they're at their beck and call constantly at all times you know they're just not they're just not up for it I think there's one more factor at work what's that uh, people look at uh, Instagram and figure, you know, we should try this whole influencing business. <laughs> Everybody seems to be having a really good time, uh, free holidays, free stuff, free everything, free food, free drink. And uh, I, I suspect that could be a contributor. Now, of course, uh, the big paradox of uh, social media is that it does not show you the negative, the negative side, the failures basically of what happens and of course, this is a, a story that I shared with a friend recently that I was sitting in quarantine and a friend from college, his profile just sort of stumbled onto my Instagram feed. And this guy was pretty much a nobody in, in uh, college. But then when I looked up uh, his uh, 
his instagram he's got a harley davidson he does biking all over india he's got a he's got he's gotten married he's got a good place he lives in the hills fantastic and i was like and i looked at his stories and i'm like what have i done i have done nothing but then i you know that's the thing with instagram that it only shows you the positivity it only shows you the good stuff it doesn't show you the struggles the the negativity it doesn't give you a whole picture uh, yeah well vicarious living that's what it's about isn't it and uh, social media you know i uh, pretty much every uh, millennial or boomer versus gen z trope that is out there is all about uh, people being on their phones versus people living in the real world but i suspect this debate will rage on for some time to come where do you stand on this whole thing you ever think of uh, starting your own business anytime soon becoming an influencer doing some wheelies on instagram maybe uh i think the time for that has passed <laughs> fair enough fair enough now moving on to some uh, pressing matters brother young clownfish and if you're not familiar with clownfish clownfish uh, are of course uh, the nemo variety of fish and uh, they seem to be uh, having uh, some trouble with artificial light turns out on coral reefs young fish clownfish are dying because of artificial light and again uh, the existence of mankind becomes a pain for the rest of the civilization rest of the animal kingdom dare i say well the pandemic has not just been bad on humans it's been bad on the environment apparently the pandemic has reversed the war on plastic by about 8 years if really? i if i remember that stat oh, correctly true. you know everything that's been produced uh, all of a sudden uh in interest of sanitization a lot more plastic was put in uh rules were you know put in limbo for some time i for i for one know that everything that was being delivered to houses and societies was in plastic mm-hmm. no, and and for these few months uh no one really asked the question if this is virgin plastic or reusable plastic or where is it coming from yeah. it was all suspended put in limbo uh we already have statistics on how many disposable masks have already ended up in the oceans etc etc so yeah it's just been a bad few years through and through really there's been no nothing good whatsoever yeah i mean i remember we did the story some couple hundred million tons of uh, masks and ppe kits have ended up in the oceans and in garbage dumps and stuff so yeah clearly uh, we've taken a bit of a back seat on that thing Now uh ending uh, our podcast with a little bit of a funny uh, story keeping it on the positive keeping it on the lighter side of things a parachutist landed in the middle of a football match in Poland and the referee in good humor gave him a yellow card for interruption <laughs> hilarious stuff well uh, i'm surprised he was allowed to continue in the game it would have been a red card from me <laughs> good enough good enough But yeah man this is uh, pretty much uh, the round up of funny stories or very interesting incidents which happened a lot of good stuff happening in the world a lot of stuff to look forward to now the year, the like i said the euros are out the pandemic is kind of ebbing away from us uh, you know i'm kind of looking forward to going back to the tennis court maybe starting my cycling again what are you what are some of the things you're looking forward to do brother Well, to be honest, the second wave uh, got me paranoid, so I uh, cut down on all the activity. But I suspect uh, now with vaccination, at least one round in me, I'll uh, maybe kickstart some of the football, some of the running again, at least. And uh, of course, there's good, good new content that is coming out every week, so that should keep us going through the summer and monsoon season. Fantastic. 
and uh, yeah no the two bros are back so that's something to look forward to and uh, we're going to keep uh, churning out good uh, episodes every now and then whenever we can whenever we feel like it so stay tuned for more brother thank you so much for joining us again and it's good to be back thank good to be doing this again with you and uh, let's keep a uh, let's keep sticking to our timelines and uh, let's not get lazy again all right thank you so much and likewise good to be back ready see you next time